This episode is about finding your lane, starting small, and understanding that you never know who or what your actions might influence. Hello, welcome to Earthcare Mini. I'm your host, Sarah Christie, and I'm on a mission to make climate change an approachable and not so overwhelming conversation for everyone. Now, normally, this is the podcast where we meet climate experts, heroes, activists, entrepreneurs, and get their take on how we can help save the planet. And that's still the case, but since we all need to be involved with climate action and the climate crisis is happening as we speak, I wanted to share some of the lessons that I've learned, I'm unlearning, and I'm still learning with respect to this planet and the people on it. The lessons are big, but the episodes are mini. Consider them two bite brownie-sized episodes for the planet. There are so many ways an individual can take climate action, an endless supply of options to choose from. In fact, for this episode, I googled individual climate action. You can try as well if you want. There's an article that says 16 ways to take climate action, 10 simple ways to act on climate, five things individuals can do to fight climate change. Here's what also comes up, though. Do individual actions really count in the fight against climate change? Individuals can't solve the climate crisis. Governments need to step up. The conflict between individual and collective climate action. The two sides of this conversation are complete opposites and can leave you feeling quite defeated. I recently shared a super quick video on social media reminding you, me, anyone who watches it to remove that little tiny produce sticker from the produce before you compost the peel. There was a wave of reaction from people saying why. Why does it matter? One person commented saying that I should see all the food waste that they threw out while working at a fast food restaurant. And I hear you. Why on earth would I, as an individual, care so much about one tiny produce sticker when an entire restaurant doesn't care at all? Well, because if I don't care, that means I'm accepting it into a story that A, doesn't have to be the case, we have solutions, we have innovations, and B, I absolutely refuse to accept. The other complication that comes up in conversation is the where to begin. Climate change is such a gigantic problem, so... How do I select my measly little action to make a difference, right? You know how some people don't like thrifting or going to winners because there are just too many options? They prefer the stores that have the clothes on the mannequin to tell you what looks good with what. I fear that that becomes the case with individual action. The store is too big. There are too many options. Someone just tell me what to do. And yes, listen, I totally agree. Real change does need to come from government, people in power positions that can make significant change. But We can't just write off the power of individual action. I'll give you a bunch of suggestions, and we can even call them challenges, if that'll help keep you motivated. But first, I want to talk about the importance of individual action, because it's that. It's important. It's so important. Every movement started with an individual, right? And the thing about climate action is, technically, yes, composting at home is individual, but... It's actually part of a group of millions of people around the world who are also taking action to protect each other and this planet. Just because you aren't all at the same party, composting together doesn't mean you're not working towards the same goal together. Trash Cullen was a previous guest on Earthcare who blew up on TikTok by making videos of himself doing beach cleanups every day. So in the interview, he was talking about how spending an hour a day picking up trash on the beach might not be the be-all, end-all solution, but... It certainly helps calm his eco-anxiety and makes him feel like he's at least trying. 100%. It's not about shaming anyone for not trying. It's about encouraging more conversation about the positive ripple effect of finding your lane and throwing your hat in the ring. Trash Colin now has his own non-for-profit, 
He worked with his city council to set up this leave a toy, take a toy box on his local beach to prevent toy waste. He was featured in the New York Times. He has over 1 million followers on TikTok and most recently has been down in Fort Myers helping with disaster relief from Hurricane Ian. Now, I'm not saying that you bringing a reusable coffee cup today means that tomorrow you're going to have 1 million followers or that that's what your end goal should be. But that story started for Trash Colin with individual action. So on a much smaller scale, I was recently at the bulk barn where you can bring your own jars and a lady saw my cart and stopped me and commented. She said she didn't know that you could bring your own jars, loved that idea and is going to be doing that next time. In that situation, I literally didn't have to say anything. I was just going about my business the way I normally would and it resulted in this positive interaction. You never know who around you is watching or who might be inspired. It's possible that it never occurred to someone that their morning walk can double as a trash cleanup, or that all of those miscellaneous jars at home can be put to use at your local bulk store. But if they see you doing it, well, what an organic way to get a really important conversation going. Finding your lane is important. And a helpful way to start is understanding that what you choose as your mission might not be the best fit for someone else. So why not focus your energy on one thing at a time, right? Check back in in a month, see what more you can take on. It's also easier to remember we're creatures of habit and so much of the way that we live in Western society has been habitually built into our day-to-day -day living. So many of us are used to having a coffee shop within driving distance, being able to order takeout, being able to get water bottles at a convenience store at every single corner. So in order to bring in a new practice, it'll likely require some habit building and some habit breaking. So start small, leave room for forgiveness, and constantly remind yourself of what you're doing this for. Example time. Like I said at the beginning, there's no shortage of ways that you as an individual can incorporate some eco-friendly practices into your day-to-day. It is important to remember, though, and be mindful of eco-ableism, which can lead to shaming someone for not participating in the same action plan as you or I, but perhaps that action plan isn't accessible for them. So for instance, I can commit to using a reusable water bottle because where I live and work both have access to safe and clean water. That's not the case for everyone in Ontario or Canada. So in that case, as allies, we can commit our individual action to then signing petitions right into the government about how access to safe and clean water is a basic human right. Water Watchers and Council of Canadians, side note, are both incredibly educational and active resources for more on that subject if you wanted to learn more. Ditch the shaming yourself and definitely ditch the shaming of other people because that energy won't get us anywhere. The climate crisis is already too dark of a topic to be inviting any additional heaviness into this conversation. So, okay, I'll start with reusable mugs, for instance. I gotta tell you what's worked for me in this situation, but first, I have yet to go into a coffee shop that doesn't give you a discount when you BYOC. In this time of inflation, why would you not wanna be saving money? So anytime I leave the house, I now bring a coffee cup with me. I also left one at the office in the event I ever forget one at home. I'm such a big coffee lover, so I know if I'm out for a walk, a new adventure, and I pass by a new coffee shop, I'll likely want to go in. Because I know that about myself, I now pack accordingly. Even if I don't end up getting coffee, I just make sure to have the mug just in case. So I have a regular coffee thermos for whenever I'm driving or at work, but the game changer has been this mini collapsible mug. It's the size of a medium-ish beverage, I guess. but can collapse down into a saucer that fits into your purse when you aren't using it. So whenever I'm traveling, this is what I bring because it fits in any bag and then doesn't add a ton of weight. Another one that'll save you money. 
Commit to making your lunch and packing it in reusable containers versus buying new. Last month, for the first time ever, I wrote down everything I spent. Now, I do always pack a lunch, but sometimes with my coffee, I get a little treat to go with it. And wow, even that adds up so fast. I can't imagine how fast a full meal would creep up there. So not only will your credit card thank you, you'll be reducing food packaging waste, which is almost never recyclable because of that weird wax film that's on it. Also, most restaurants don't have compost systems. Now, I'm a big food prepper. I normally spend a couple hours on Sunday to prep for the week, which assists with packing my lunch, but also results in less food waste because I can make sure I see it, my food is prepped, I take it, I eat it, versus, you know, that situation where you have the ingredients, but you don't have time to actually turn those ingredients into a meal, so you order takeout and then just watch your food go bad in the fridge. Now I realize that Sunday prep isn't a possible thing for everyone, but maybe you can commit to spending 15 minutes the night before or waking up 15 minutes earlier to make sure that lunch is packed. If not, here's another option. Do a closet audit before your next shopping spree. This means making sure you know about the clothes you already have so you don't accidentally buy something similar. And please, if you're this person, take note of how many items in your closet still have the price tags on them. Real talk, if you are buying clothes before you've even worn the items that you bought during your last shopping spree, you might be able to take a little breather on the shopping sprees. Now, I did mention this in a previous episode, but play around with your clothes and have fun. See what you can pair together to make new fun outfits. You don't actually have to go shopping. Maybe you just have to wear that sweater with a different pair of pants and there you go. You have a new outfit. Okay, I'm literally just going to read off a bunch here. Commit to spending 20 minutes a week reading about climate news. How much time do we spend on our phones, right? 20 minutes to know what's happening around the world, but also directly to us because that is climate change. Find an environmentally conscious organization and sign up for their newsletter. Sign their petitions that they might send your way. Follow a new climate communicator or climate-related organization on social media so you're supporting their work, but also engaging in important conversations. Choose to support a local business. Choose to eat plant-based. It takes less water and energy to create a plant-based meal. So even if you can commit to replacing one meal a week, you know, meatless Mondays, maybe only breakfast or lunch, every little bit helps. I can also talk about food for days. So please, if you ever want food recipe recommendations, don't hesitate to reach out. If you're within walking distance of an errand that you need to run and are able to walk or bike, do that instead of driving. If you can and you actually like the company of your coworkers, try carpooling. Next concert you go to, check the venue's website to see if you can bring a reusable water bottle and then do that. Compost your cat litter, try composting in general, make dog and cat toys out of socks that might have holes in them and you're gonna throw them out anyway. If you can wait to throw out your plastic water bottle or take on containers until you're home and can properly recycle it versus at this establishment that probably only has garbage, keep it with you. Recycle it at home. Check out if your city has reusable takeout container programs. And if you see a petition being shared for bigger picture items like clean water, like ending the fossil fuel industry, like stronger climate action from a government level, take five minutes to read and sign that petition. When you're stuck in traffic, surrounded by cars, all burning fossil fuels, and then you look beside you at the sea of coffee cups and water bottles and cigarette butts on the road, it is so easy to think, what is this all for? Is anything I'm doing worth it or really making a difference? But what is the harm in trying? I read an article today actually called Storytellers for Sustainability Needed. It was in Forbes and it said, all of us, the IPCC reveals, could rapidly reduce the planet's greenhouse gas emissions by 5% simply by making lifestyle changes. 
You've probably heard you never regret a workout, right? Well, I've never regretted bringing my compost home with me to make sure it went in the right bin. I've never regretted bringing my own coffee mug to a coffee shop. There are so many worse things we could collectively be putting out into the universe. Why not try to put out some hope? This week, I challenge you to commit to one climate action. Whichever one feels doable for you in this moment in time, whether that's reading about climate news for 20 minutes or ditching the single-use coffee cups and then stick with that action for a month. Check back in in a month. You can even message me and tell me about your action and I'll help keep you motivated. There's a really great and free app to help with all of this. It's called Iluna. A-I-L-U-N-A. It has a dare system that sends you messages to keep you energized about whichever climate action dare you signed up for. So why do individual actions matter? Because the climate crisis is happening to each and every single person. Because you never know what that action might evolve into. Because it keeps the climate crisis at the front of our minds so we can sign petitions, so we vote with the environment in mind and can help change government and big corporation policy. Because you never know who it might influence, maybe that coffee shop didn't realize how many customers wanted to bring a reusable mug. And after they noticed it, they set up a stamp system that eventually gets you a free coffee. Because it makes you feel like you're at least trying. And as humans, we crave community and satisfaction and feeling like we're a part of something. And truly, I can't stress this enough, there's no harm in at least trying. Thank you so much for checking out EarthCare and letting this podcast be a part of your day. Don't forget to hit follow or subscribe, whatever that button is on the device that you're listening to this episode on, and then you'll know when new episodes are out. And if you have time, hey, leave a review. I would love to know what's on your mind, what's been clicking with you, what topics we should cover next. And as I'm behind the scenes gathering the next round of interviews, those reviews are a big help with that. So I really do appreciate that. We can also connect online at EarthCare Show on Instagram and TikTok and EarthCareShow.com for more information. I'll talk to you later.